It's time for Sharito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, here's your host, Kevin Sharito. Greetings and salutations. We're live from high atop Mount Moriah here at Flynn Broadcasting on this St. June Marathon Saturday on this college football championship Saturday. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. On the other side of the glass, we got CJ Hurt, Andrew Barrett, both with us this week. As we have an action packed two hour edition of the program, as we usually do. Hang up and listens back today at noon. So we'll be taking your phone calls on the new Memphis coach and whatever else you want to talk about. We'll be playing Hang Up and Listen at noon, where we'll be giving you a chance to win a smoothie party for 20. So many holiday parties going on right now. Our friends at Smoothie King Carville, they have the best prize for you. So if you're going to a party or hosting a party, just imagine if you're showing up. You've seen those commercials for like Taco Bell, right? And those people show up with the grande box or something. And they're like, oh, man, that's awesome. And they bring the, the grande meal or whatever they call it from Taco Bell. I mean, if I go to a party, I'm bringing, you know, boxes and boxes of quesaritos, the volcano quesarito, which you should try from Taco Bell. But this, anyway, I digress. The How awesome would it be to show up to a holiday party with 20 smoothies being like, hey, I'm passing them out. And be like, all right, what are you bringing to the party? 20 smoothies? So a, a smoothie party for 20 from a Smoothie King Carville is our grand prize on Hang Up and Listen today as it returns at noon. Around noon, we'll also make a little show announcement. Just a little one, just a little show announcement. Uh, we have uh, the show flipped around today a little bit. Uh, usually Dustin Five Star joins us uh, in the final segment of the show around 12.30 to talk wrestling. He will join us a little earlier today at 11.30, flipping spots with Kevin Leip in our Kevin Sanity Grizzly segment, which will now be at 12.30, just this week only. One week only. One week special. Leip will join us at 12.30 to talk about the Grizzlies as we had to flip it around because it's not every week we have a former world champion joining us. And, you know, former world champs, they're busy. But former world champion James Storm is going to join us on the program at 11.30 Central Time today. He's the, of course, former world champion for TNA Wrestling. He trained in Memphis. He's a Tennessean. Wolfie D trained him. We'll have to ask him about that. But uh, he will join us. We'll see what's going on. Because James Storm, he's in this weird purgatory in, in wrestling right now. Like, is he with TNA or is he with WWE NXT? I don't know. We're going to ask him all about that. And we'll see what's happening with the former world champ, James Storm. So we're doing our wrestling segment early today. That's at 1130 with former heavyweight champion of the world, James Storm. He beat Kurt Angle for his his uh, first world title and his first ever title Shot, he won it, defeating Kurt Angle over there in TNA. And, uh, yeah, so we got an action packed show today. Uh, but we start every week talking about what's been trending in Memphis. And we do so with Mr. Sweet T, Mr. Selfie, Mr. Marcus Hunter. What's up, Marcus? Yo, 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 what's going on, Farida? How are you guys doing up there in Memphis, Tennessee? Oh, you, there's so much excitement here in the Bluff City, and we're uh, so I think we need to get right to it and start talking about it here on this championship side. You know, it's St. Jude. You know, there's a lot of excitement. We got a lot of new listeners listening right now. We got to give a special shout out to them, Marcus, because you know it's the St. Jude Marathon. So many people stuck in traffic right now. Yeah, 
a lot of people stuck in traffic, a lot of people uh, enjoying themselves downtown as well. So a lot, a lot of great stuff going on downtown. If there's ever a day to not mind being stuck in traffic, today's one of those days, right? They're like, hey, yeah, you know, exactly. they're running for a good cause. So I'll be stuck in traffic. Not a problem. Well, well, like you said, it's for a good cause, and when, when you're stuck in traffic, you can just sit there and think about um, all the things that you can do to be a better person and help save and, the world. And lucky for you, we are on right now, so you can listen to us while yeah. you're stuck in traffic. Exactly. Waiting for the St. Jew runners to pass by. Listen, um, I, you know, a lot of the people that I work with are runners, and I think uh, our meteorologist, Brittany Bell, may be running into St. Jude. And they're always trying to get me to run. They're like, oh, you can just do a, you can start off with a 3K or a 5K, not 3K, a 5K, or maybe do like a, you know, half marathon. I can't run. I'm, I hate running. I, I, you know, I, so many people have tried to get me to train to run. I just can't do it. I will not do it. I don't like running. What is your mile but, time? Shout Marcus? out. My mile time? Um, 10 minutes. All right. Shout out to shout out to all the runners. Shout out to the people stuck in traffic. Shout out to the people who people may oh, yeah. be running right now, streaming us on their device. Right, it's good motivational. Yeah. Finish the race. You can do it. Oh, shout out to all those all those people <laughs> running. You're a much better athlete than I'll ever be because I can't run that long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, Marcus, you ready to get some trending topics? There's a big one this week. Oh, there is a big one this week, isn't there? All right, let's do some trending topics. Trending topics. All right, these are the topics trending in the Bluff City this week. Of course, the top trending topic. Since we went off the air last week, Justin Fuente officially went to Virginia Tech. They photoshopped a Virginia Tech tie on him, and he was introduced on Monday. So then the Memphis coaching search was going on for the past week, and it finally that didn't became... take that long, did it? What'd you say? I said that didn't take that long. No, it didn't take as long as it could have. But, I mean, it did take a while. You're starting to get a little worried because I think they hired him really close to almost exactly the same time that you get they got Justin Fuente a few years ago. Uh, but anyway, they did it. The brand-new coach at the University of Memphis uh, for the football team. It's, a, it's such a different feeling when you're, you're, a coach leaves uh, for a new job. It's, it's just a whole new new thing to experience for Memphis football fans. But, Marcus, I'll start with this. Uh, there's a new Memphis football coach. His name is Mike Norvell. When was the first time you ever heard of Mike Norvell? The first time I ever heard of Mike Norvell uh, yesterday when, when I read the story uh, about him being the uh, head coach of the Memphis Tigers. Really? You have not been following his career since the very beginning and, and had uh, pointed him out as one of the hot young uh, offensive coordinators in the country and a potential head coaching candidate. I'm the, I know I don't really pay much attention to what's going on out there in the Pac-12, so no. Oh man, I, this is this is exciting. When I saw the news go across the wire, Marcus, that Mike Norvell was going to be the new head coach at the University of Memphis, I was excited. I was like, there cannot be a better coach. This is the guy. This guy is the a genius, an offensive uh, czar. He is. Uh, Amazing! I was like, how could Memphis convince such an elite, up-and-coming, awesome coach? I was like, if Memphis had a choice between 
Mike Norvell and Nick Saban. I would have picked Mike Norvell as the coach. That's how much I have been behind this guy in his in uh, as being the next guy. Are you being serious right now? Or are you being facetious? I'm being completely facetious. I have no idea who this okay. guy was either. <laughs> <laughs> because hold on, for a second you had me convinced there. I was like, oh, maybe I missed out on something. <laughs> no, as I as I pointed out, I was a. Uh, Guest hosting local Memphis Live. I was on ABC Morning uh, Television this week in Memphis, Marcus, while you were doing so in Jackson, Mississippi. And we talked about it. It was a good week for me to be on because we talked, you know, you got a new Memphis coach. Nobody yeah. knew who this guy was. And if they do know who, who, who knew he was before they got him, like, okay, it makes sense if you have some Pac 12 connection or something, right? But otherwise, there's no reason you should know who this guy was before he got hired. And that doesn't mean anything because we didn't know that Justin Fuente. Anything about Justin Fuente before he got hired? Except you look at the you look at the the information you get about the guy, and you're like, okay. Well, with Justin Fuente, I think the thing with him was more people knew about TCU and they knew that explosive TCU offense. So folks didn't have to know the name, but they knew the team and they knew what uh, TCU had been doing. So there was already that automatic excitement. I mean. I don't, I don't, I mean, Arizona State, you know, they're a pretty good football team, but, you know, they didn't have people in the Memphis area really paying much attention to them, or SEC fans, or, you know, because they're just so far out west, the games come on late, nobody's watching them out over this way, so, didn't really know much about, uh, Norvell, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, but, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, the Memphis Tigers, uh, got another, found another diamond in the, um uh, Diamond in the rough the uh, with, with, with this coach because they hit a home run with Justin Fuente. The Pac-12 is such a, a fascinating conference to make. Like even if, if you're not involved in the Pac, if you're not a Pac-12 fan, you're not a fan of the team in the Pac-12. Like you just look at the scores every week, and sometimes they just seem the same. It's always Oregon State versus Arizona, or Arizona State versus Oregon, and Oregon State versus Arizona State. Like there's all these teams, you know, with the state name and the state in it, and it all gets like mixed together if you're not really following it. Or if not one of the team is undefeated, right? So, yeah, it's it, you. But we go to this. We flash. We fast forward to the to the press conference yesterday, and we're getting some interesting stuff because Justin Fuente came in and was unimpressive in the press conference. Because for for probably a year after he got here, you're still on this radio show saying maybe they shouldn't have fired Larry Porter, which was just absurd, right? But well, everybody seems to be on the Mike Norvell train already. Combine his press conference, combine the fact that he was like the third highest paid coach, assistant coach in the Power Five, combine the fact that uh, he's one of the, he's like the youngest coach in the country now. He's one of the youngest coaches in college football at age 34. And he won the press conference, and he has these Memphis connections that you didn't get with Fuente and didn't get with a bunch of other people. Yeah, clearly um, Norvell is or probably was the best candidate that Memphis could have gotten to take that job because they weren't going to go and take a head coach from another school that was having success. And then Memphis isn't that kind of a program that can do that. But to be able to, you know, get a guy who, you know, across the uh, coaching circles is thought of is thought of as one of the best assistant coaches out there, you know, these assistants, they're always looking for their next head coaching job so that they can prove themselves and then move on to another job, sort of like what um, sort of like what Fuente just did. You know, went to Memphis as a relatively unknown, had success there, and moved on. I thought he should have picked a better school than Virginia Tech, but I digress. But yeah, for this 
particular situation right now, it's the same thing. This up and coming coach is trying to get him, give himself, get himself a name, make a, make a name for himself. And think about it, he's going to be coming in and taking over a team that has already had success. So if he continues to be successful with this same team for two or three more years, then he's going to be the next hot coach that you know the Power Five teams are going to be looking at. So I mean, now does Memphis become the new Arkansas State? Because we remember how Arkansas State was with Hugh Freeze and. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Who was the other guy that they had that went to Auburn? Um, I can't what, Gus Malzahn? Right yeah, Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Gus Malzahn and Hugh Freeze, you know. Arkansas Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino, exactly, at Arkansas mm-hmm. State, too, so. Yeah, the Arkansas State embrace it. They know who they are. They want to. They and they keep. You know, you you get in these coaches, and maybe you 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 uh, they leave after a year or two, but they keep you relevant. And that's yeah. and I think that's very important. And I think that's what's going to happen here at Memphis. It looks like it. If you pick the right guy, all indication is that Memphis is going to continue to be relevant. And I don't think it's a bad thing if you're if you end up being Memphis ends up being the new like a bigger, better Arkansas State. Sure, this guy leaves in two years, but you're still going to be in a better position, right? Like, there's a chance if he can win, that's a good problem to have is to have a coach have to leave every year. And eventually, maybe you'll be so good that you'll get into a Power 5 conference and you'll be able to hold on to your coach. Exactly. I mean, in Arkansas State, they went undefeated two years in a row. If Memphis went undefeated, they're in one of those New Year's Six Bowls and possibly a shot at breaking into the top four. I mean, they're on a much higher level than Arkansas State. So... Yeah, right now, right now, if you're a Memphis fan, you're just like, let's keep us relevant. Let's bring, let's keep bringing in coaches to make sure that we stay relevant. Because if you do, then eventually, either they're going to start respecting the American Conference more if all these teams in the American continue to have success like they did this year, or Memphis will move into one of those Power Fives because right. it's all about football. Basketball can be number one in the nation. Year in and year out, but if your football team isn't playing well, then the Power Five conferences aren't going to look at you. It, it, it's it's good. I think it's a good plan to have Memphis. Is, it seems the administration, my close personal friend, President Rudd, and uh, not so close personal friend Tom Bowen over there at the University of Memphis. I think they're doing a good job. I think they're doing a really good job uh, on like saying, "Hey, we're going to pick. We're going to find the best guy." And who cares? You lose them, you got your your goal. If you're Memphis right now, is stay relevant. Stay relevant, stay good, and keep proving that football can work at Memphis. So when the Big 12 expands, or if there's some type of shakeup, Memphis can slip in there. So as long as you're good consistently and you have to keep changing coaches, that's fine. Because once you get in that Power Power 5 conference situation, you're going to be able to start keeping your coach. But right yeah. now, you're not going. It's a good problem to have if you're outside the Power Five that you have a coach that's so good that somebody else wants them, and that's where Memphis is at. And and this whole this whole saga uh, is going to end with Memphis fans. Really, I can't wait for next football season already. I know it's Championship Saturday today. Memphis still has a bowl game, but the uh, thing I'm looking forward to is in 2016. So you have Barry Odom at Missouri. And you have uh, Fuente at Virginia Tech. Uh-huh. And now you have Norvell at Memphis. So you have two other teams. Like if you're if you're a Memphis football fan or a follower of Memphis football, that you're going to be really fascinated in every game next year that Missouri plays. How will Barry Odom do at Missouri? It's going to be a fascinating storyline because this is the guy that Memphis really, really wanted. Didn't work out. Missouri hired him. Former Memphis assistant. 
how well will he do at Missouri? And then, of course, former Memphis head coach Fuente at Virginia Tech. Like, these games are all, all mean something. Who cared about Missouri games? Who cared about Virginia Tech games in the Memphis area and in the Mid-South? Nobody until now, except for when Missouri did threaten not to play. Don't forget about North Carolina's running back, Coach Larry Porter. Everybody cares about that. Yeah, nobody's following that that storyline. He, how many yeah, North, he's Car- North, North Carolina has a shot at rushing into the top four party. I mean, who thought that North? Who thought North Carolina football would be relevant? I mean, and then Larry Fedora, the former Southern Miss head coach, who played against the Memphis Tigers several times in the uh, Black and Blue Bowl. Wow. I saw that running there. How many different, look this up, CJ. How many different places is Larry, do we know? I mean, I know his Wikipedia page is very edited. How many different places has he been since he left Memphis? He he was at Arizona State. He spent a year at Texas, and now he's at North Carolina. That's it. Yeah, he he just left Memphis. It's not like he's been gone that long. He's only been gone for three years. I mean, that's a lot of movement to only be gone for three years. That's that is three a lot of movement. Schools. You think people are like outraged at Texas and Arizona State? Like, we shouldn't have got rid of, of, of Larry Porter? I would think so. I don't think they are. Which is crazy because Mike uh, Norvell actually was at Arizona State at the same time Larry Porter was there. They've crossed paths. Do you think he called Larry Porter and asked him what to do and not to do with this Memphis head coaching job? Absolutely not. He, he, listen, he probably should and Larry Porter would tell him be nice to the media because if you're not nice to the media, they'll get you fired. I tell you one thing: if Memphis, Memphis and May better up their game this year because the one thing that Mike Norvell knows about Memphis is that we have Memphis and May. He used, he said in college he used to come to the come to Memphis and May every single year in college because he went to Central Arkansas, and uh, so we better put on some good Memphis and May lineups if we want to keep the coach. If he's successful, there's a lot of pressure on Memphis and May to put a lineup that's going to keep Mike Norvell there. CJ's telling me he's got yeah, breaking uh, news. CJ's got breaking news right now here in the middle of trending topics. What is what is breaking? Per Huffington Post, Kim Kardashian West gave birth to a beautiful baby boy and everybody's doing well. Oh, the Kardashians have another baby. The Kardashians. Uh, is the baby named South, Southwest? No name has been announced yet. Have they not announced the name? I wanted it to be named Memphis, so it could when you wrote the name like last name first, comma, it would be West, comma Memphis. It'd be West Memphis. West Memphis. <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll see. That's a great breaking news there. Uh, uh, last thing on Memphis, co- the Memphis uh, getting a new coach. This doesn't happen. This is always exciting to get a new coach. Shout out to you, Marcus, by the way, that Dan Mullen looks like he's staying at, at Mississippi State. This may be like the end of the rumors of Dan Mullen leaving. Like, if he's staying after this year, all these jobs op- job openings, he might be a lifer down there. Well, I don't think that Dan Mullen's not leaving because he would not have taken the Miami job. I just think that they offered the job to Mark Rich, and who can blame them? I mean, Rich is an alumni. So, uh, you know, I don't think that Mullen necessarily wants, you know, is thinking about being a lifer. If the perfect opportunity comes along, I think that Mullen would uh, be open to it. But will the, again, and I'm not saying this to, like, put down your Bulldogs, but... He peaked last year being number one in the country, and the longer he gets away from that season, it's going to be harder and harder for him to get one of those big jobs if he well, couldn't get say, Miami. To say he peaked last year is to say that Mississippi State can never be number one again and never compete for the top four again. Does Mississippi State 
does Mississippi State play Georgia next year? Because there needs to be a lot of thank you, Georgia signs. Thanks for firing Mark Rick. Because otherwise, Dan Mullen probably would be the coach in Miami if Georgia doesn't fire their coach. Oh, you're probably right. Like, there's a lot of, like, you'd be sending some thank you letters to the Peach State. But, I mean, you know, there's some thank you letters over there for uh, I mean, because, you know, the other set of Bulldogs helped out the uh, Mississippi State Bulldogs. Yeah. We appreciate that. Bulldog love going on. Just like Memphis Tigers helped out Missouri, that we helped groom Barry Odom. Tigers for Tigers and Bulldogs for Bulldogs. Okay, last thing on the Memphis topic. Uh, my my good friend, President Rudd, said that this was a grand slam hire because there was talk of, of uh, he was saying how everybody was saying in the city that Tom Bowen really needed to make a home run hire. He needed to make a home run hire. So President Rudd said this was a grand slam hire. That's what he says at the press conference yesterday afternoon. Do you think this is a grand slam hire looking back? How do you rank the hire of Justin Fuente in baseball metaphors? Uh, the hiring of Justin Fuente in baseball metaphors, I would rank that as a two-run shot, a two-run game-tying just, shot. Just two-run, two, okay. I'm thinking, at worst, it's a ground rule double. A ground rule double? <laughs> Justin Fuente? Wow, man, you, you, you're pretty tough. I guess your expectations are national championship. No, I said that was at worst. Oh, at worst. Okay. Yeah, yeah at worst, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. How do, you, how do you like, like, if you're Memphis football, in the spot that they were in and they hired Justin Fuente, that's at least got to be a home run hire. That was a home run hire, right? They, Memphis was co-champions last year in in the American. They went to a, a bowl game and not only beat the team on the field, but they also beat them after the game with Fist. And he comes back and goes undefeated, gets you ranked 13 in the college football playoffs. Like that hire, and, and then get you the opportunity to hire someone like Mike Mike Norvell. So I, I think I would have to say home run for Justin Fuente. If he would have gone to something else like New Year's Day Bowl or which he wouldn't be coaching in right would he not be coaching in the playoffs if they were going to the playoffs I wonder I'm wondering that like what if they were undefeated right now still would he have already accepted that Virginia Tech job would he be coaching them in the playoffs he would have to be coaching them in the playoffs I mean, right or, or think about this the conference uh, the uh, American Conference Championship game is going on right now right Houston has a seven point lead would he be coaching in that game he would have to have right I think he because I think he had a verbal agreement with Virginia Tech from what it looks like right so I think he would have he would be like Virginia Tech would know like alright you're our coach we'll let you you, you have to play in the, you have to coach the championship right I don't know college football yeah. is so so bizarre uh, to me, on how the coaches get to leave before the bowl games, I think he would he would probably be announced on Monday as the coach, depending yeah, on what what bowl waiting. game they were positioned for. But if you're going New Year's Day game, if you're Justin Fuente, you got to be coach. You want isn't that like a career goal to get to New Year's Day and coach as a coach too? Yeah, you know, but you have had instances where 
coaches have taken other jobs and been allowed to stay and coach their team in the bowl game. But the reason that doesn't normally happen is because those coaches have to start getting on the recruiting trail because if they're going, because if, if a coach gets hired by a team, then more likely than not, that team isn't playing in a bowl game unless you're Georgia. Um, but more likely than not, that team's not playing in a bowl game. And so you have to get on the recruiting trail immediately to try to get, you know, the players that you need to get your team back to a bowl game. Right, 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 right. So uh, right. that's why those coaches normally leave early. But in, Fuente, in Fuente's case, yeah, I mean, if you, if you wouldn't have been coaching in one of those New Year's Six Bowls, I mean, it, it would have been hard to, to just turn away from the opportunity because you're just one win away from playing for a national championship. All right, see, that's every coach. CJ, great. revisionist history. We're looking back. Uh, the hire of Justin Fuente, baseball metaphor. What do you have? I have it as a triple reached on error. On error? You think you like, <laughs> fell into this? The error is, I don't think that they should have fired Porter. What? Are you kidding me? All right, here, I, I am you may be shut off for the day. That's abs- that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, CJ. Are you serious? You can't say that anymore. And Marcus, you have to agree with me on this. You cannot say that in 20... Like You can't say that. You are ruining the credibility of this radio program for saying that, CJ. Like I have confidence in you to guest host the show when I leave and go on vacation, and you're going to say that. I can't trust you to host the show when I'm on vacation if you were going to say that in, in what is almost 2016. Fuente worked out. That doesn't mean that the, the decision to let Porter go was right in the first place, does it? Yes, it, they it does. They're two different things. They're two different things entirely. The letting go of Porter. You agree too? This is it. The segment is over. We're cutting it off. You're done. Marcus. No, no let me no. tell you why. Uh-oh. We had more trending topics, but we're because, almost out of time. Let me tell you why I agree. I will not entertain this. Mississippi State should have never fired Sylvester Croom, but Dan Mullen worked out. So I, I get where CJ is coming from. Sylvester Crew would never have got you to number one in the country. Your goal is to win football games. Sylvester, yes, I do know that. Sylvester, Nobody. Sylvester Crew took a football team that I was able to okay, play. Okay, you guys, this is absurd. This is absurd. You were you were ruining the credibility of this radio program. Oh my goodness! Y'all both are like this. You can argue Larry Porter should have stayed in that first year of Justin Fuente. It's like After last year, if you're arguing that on the radio, people were tuning in and they're like, "This is this is this is absurd." They're changing the station, and I don't. Guys, stay tuned. I promise, I will not let CJ talk anymore. Marcus is about to be off. We're not going to have this. This is this is the old girl. This is the definition of hogwash. Marcus, you break up with a girl. And nope. she ends up no. Doing well in no. Life afterwards, but I gotta let you, Marcus. I have to let you go. I cannot. I, it was a good thing to break up with the other. Girl, I cannot allow this. You. You're, you're kidding me. Larry Porter is a terrible coach. He does not have a job. He is like a running back coach for the rest of his life, and that's what he should be because he's good at that. Because he was a good running back, and he's a good recruiter. You're out of here. Talk to you later. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, you're gone. Talk to you later, Marcus. I can't. I can't have this on the show. All right, follow Marcus at Marcus underscore underscore Hunter don't, if you want uh, this nonsense that they're spewing here. But that's it for trending topics. It's Championship Saturday. We'll talk about that at noon. If you agree with these with with these jabronis. Uh, oh, 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 whoa. CJ, no. If you agree with the, these, these, uh, these, these low budgets, Marcus and uh, CJ over here, <laughs> then you can call in at noon. CJ is upset. I'm no man's jabroni. All right. Well, I think this is absurd. I cannot believe somebody would want to have that conversation in 2016. It's 2016. All right. When we come back, Dustin Five starts here. We're gonna we're doing our wrestling segment early. You're listening to Street Alive on Real Sports Talk Sports 56 and 87.7.
Are you one of many Memphis area residents who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weekday nights looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like, featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito, quote, a trivia master. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warning, side effects may include weight prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play trivia with Kevin Cerrito in Overton Square at Swine House every Monday night from 8 to 10. On Broad Avenue at the Rec Room every Tuesday night from 8 to 10. Downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9. And on South Main at the Green Beetle every Thursday night from 8 to 10. 